All right, so on to the good news. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, good news doing a lot of heavy lifting here. Yeah, it's not really. But Phoenix Collider did find an article on the Atlanta Black Star. Yes. All right. Yes, they do have articles about stuff other than the last time a celebrity farted. Like, <laughs> God, the stuff that they put on their Facebook page is, like, very sad, considering some of the writing they actually have on their website. Honestly, it is, yeah. <clears throat> now, this is an article up by um, Nayamakai Daniel up on July 3rd, all right? So we're eight days out of that one as at the time of recording. And this story is about a Mississippi feller who will spend the rest of his life in prison because you got to understand he was already in the direction of spending his life in prison. And his name is Alan Russell. He's my age at the moment, 38, and was sentenced to life without parole in 2019 after being found guilty of having a Schedule One illegal substance. It's a crime. This is America. And you are a bald Negro man. You're not supposed to have it. All right. Now, some would say it's a simple possession charge that would typically lead to a three-year sentence. However, prosecutors opted to further their careers. I mean, enhance Russell's charges Mm -hmm. because of his criminal record. Uh, Legal experts say that uh, although Russell's punishment is harsh... It is not unprecedented in Mississippi. Get out of here. Locking a nigger up for life is not, it, it ain't unprecedented. Really? I didn't see that one coming. Thank you, uh, Nayamakai Daniel, breaking it down. <laughs> Continuing um, with a uh, with a quote from uh, Matt Steffi, who was a Mississippi College Law professor, and they spoke directly to Atlanta Black Star and said, that's the, travesty, that's the travesty of it all. This, to me, is a familiar story that's no less shocking and horrible just because it's familiar to the point of almost being routine. Mm. And, uh, end quote. <clears throat> and the Mississippi Supreme Court ruled earlier this month that the criminal court judge, quote, followed the letter of the law, end quote, in his sentencing. And uh, the victim, Russell, is one of several black men that um, that habitual offender laws disproportionately have impacted. I like the word several there. Is several really appropriate? Like, how long have, the, have these um, uh, habitual offender laws been on the books? Mm-hmm. And I'm betting, by whatever time that is, you probably got more than several. I can't help it. Mississippi habitual offender laws. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Habitual offender law. Um, when did it start? <laughs> That's all I got. Habitual uh, offender law, when did it start? Mississippi FAM. It's one of the harshest. This is FAM.org. <clears throat> Because when I started searching it, it literally told me 2021, 2020, and 2022. Like, are they renewing the law? Looking for... I'm not finding... Oh, two bills. Here we are. Uh, Two bills. State Bill 
2743 and State Bill 2756, introduced in 2020, would create an independent ombudsman's office. Hmm? I think Rashani might be interested in that. <laughs> an ombudsman's <laughs> office to, uh, one, monitor and inspect all prison facilities, and two, investigate unresolved complaints from incarcerated people, their families, and correction staff regarding prison conditions, treatment. All right, so that's not that. All right, and now we're at the next one, habitual offender sentencing reform. House Bill 1122 would restrict the um would restrict the use of habitual offender penalties for nonviolent crimes. Okay, well where's the actual habitual offender law though? I want that one. That gummit, you folks know what we go through here. And House Bill 1024 and State Bill 2753. Okay, yeah, they limit the penalties. Well, that's booty. I want to know what the original bill is. So far, it's looking like it's from 2020, but I don't want to be declarative on that. Back to the article on Atlanta Black Star by uh, Nayamakai Daniel. Hope I'm pronouncing your name right, little nickel nickel. Uh, <clears throat> so... The, uh, the Mississippi Supreme Court ruled earlier this month that the criminal court judge, and there we go, I saw that, under this Mississippi statute, any person with two previous felony convictions where at least one of those offenses is violent can be sentenced to life in prison without parole if they are convicted of a third felony. So it's like a, it's like a three-strike law, but only if one of the first two is violent. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell previously had been convicted of two separate charges of house burglary and one charge of being a convicted felon in possession of a firearm. Hold up. Now, burglary, did somebody get their face burgled or did he burgle the items? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think we should really have a bigger distinction um, for, you know, like, quote unquote, like violent crimes or whatever that like, are they property crimes or people crimes? Because I'm going to have a very different opinion if you're going into someone's house to fuck them up versus steal their TV. Like, you still shouldn't go around stealing people's TVs, but stealing property is very different than hurting a person. But then also, like, you know, and, that, and that's why, like, streamers like me, I like to try to talk about the dialectical materialism. You know what I'm saying? And, like, we're not looking at his material conditions. Why did he steal a television set? Considering the fact that he appears to be a cisgender man, I wouldn't be surprised if he's hetero, in a patriarchal social construct and whatnot, I think he would be more proud and happier to actually earn money and buy his own. I'm betting that he didn't just be, he didn't go into his adulthood like, I want to be the guy that steals. That, and also like, what the fuck do y'all think people do with shit they steal? Oh, you take like, that home and watch it. That's what you do when you steal TVs. You steal, you watch every TV you steal. <laughs> like, they're trying to sell that shit for money. They are working, just not legally. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looking over here, um, although black men make up 13% of Mississippi's population. Oh, where's this sentence going? Uh, FWD.US data shows that 75% of the people in Mississippi's prisons on habitual sentences over 20 years are black men fellers. And let me see that. FWD.US. 
not seeing, I don't know what this, yeah, I don't know what the FWD stands for, but there is a website where they're getting that information from, and I don't know what they do. Skipping it, flipping it right on back. Um, Reports show that about 43 states and the District of Columbia have some version of a habitual offender statute. Many were motivated by, here we go, Ronald Reagan's Mm -hmm. tough on crime campaign. Was it really, was it Ronald Reagan that motivated them or was it Ronald Reagan that was like, y'all should really do this? I would think that they were motivated by white supremacy and capitalism and anti-blackness. Mostly, yeah. Seems like a long-term motivation that was probably around before old Ronnie Reg was born. And didn't the nigga that tried to shoot him get out of prison? Yes. That's cool. Is everybody treating him real nice? I don't know if they are, but someone pointed that out on social media. They were like, imagine what it's like to be that guy that you tried to shoot Reagan. You were incarcerated um, in a mental health facility until you were convinced that it was wrong to want to shoot him. And then you get out and it's nothing but people being like, fuck Reagan. (laughs) Every time you log on social media, it's people telling you how much they hate the guy you shot. But you were told you were bad for wanting to shoot him. Everything about Republicanism is gaslighting. (laughs) Ronald Reagan is gaslighting you in his fucking death, my man. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, of course, yeah, he should have. He shot Reagan for the wrong reasons. I do believe that was because he was thought it was going to press Jodie Foster. That was the Reagan one, right? Wait, he thought it was going to what? Jodie Foster? Isn't that an actor? Yeah, he had like this weird stalkery crush on her. And I think he thought that shooting Reagan was going to like make Jodie Foster date him or something. It was a lot I mean, going maybe. on. It was a lot going I don't know. on. I'm so biased against Reagan. I'm trying to find a bullshit way around this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, I understand why he was in a mental health facility, but also, fuck Reagan, though. Yeah, I For mean, real, fuck Reagan. <laughs> Jody's into the Second Amendment, right? She did have that movie. Which one? Um, I think it was called Brave One or something like that, where like her boyfriend got killed by muggers, so she went on like a vigilante, like kick ass thing, like looking for them. I didn't see it, but that's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, like even though I've never seen it, I like that movie. (laughs) I think Jodie Foster was pro Second Amendment and he was trying to prove himself to her. She was very anti racist, she endorsed Jesse Jackson. All these (laughs) things are true about Jodie Foster. Everyone knows this, right? Rainbow Coalition. It was only Jody and Bernie. Those are the only people that endorsed him. You know that? Yes. These are all facts. I still want to hit that white man in Highland Park, Illinois. Well, yes. <clears throat> Atlanta Black Star, folks. Um, I don't think that there's any more of these details go to this specific story. Yeah, everything else is just telling you about the law. Oh, looks like they have something interesting here, though. We're dancing down. We're dancing down. Um, in 2003, there was a court case called Ewing versus California, where the U.S. Supreme Court upheld the state's decision to sentence Gary Ewing to 25 years to life for stealing three golf clubs from a Los Angeles area golf course while he was on parole. Ewing had served nine years in prison for three burglaries and one robbery. He also argued that the state violated his Eighth Amendment rights. I don't know the Eighth Amendment. I don't either. I'm going to look it up. Um, uh, so that that by itself is a, a little interesting there. Also, what the fuck? Golf clubs? 
That's so specific. You can sell those. Huh. Yeah. That's kind of... This, that's a bold move, too. To steal golf clubs? Because you, you but, had to walk your black ass on the golf course and try to look inconspicuous. Oh, no, just take him out of someone's house or a car. No, it says he took him from the uh, the Los Angeles area golf course. Oh. Yeah, he went to a I, golf course. Well, they honestly, though, he's black. They think he's a caddy. They thought he was the help. If you just wear the fucking... I've thought about stuff like that before. I thought like, yo, how much shit could I steal if white people just think I work here? <laughs> like, because I, I have like dark blue plants at pants and light blue shirts. And I'm not even good at doing the accent, but white people are so racist that they'll believe it anyway. If they just pass by and say... Hey, how you doing? I get, how you doing, boss? I'm just on the shift. If I mm-hmm. literally talk like that, they'll be fine with it. No one um, will be suspicious. The Eighth Amendment is the one that says excessive bail shall not be required, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. Hmm. So he was probably trying to argue legally that the sentencing was disproportionate to the crime. Hmm. Which it is. Not that they care. Yeah, fucking golf clubs. Fucking give that nigga the fucking golf clubs. Teach him how to play shit. He might be lying woods or something. And da da da. Oh, look, the year I was born. Uh, Russell, the victim of the current story, and his attorneys argued that the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Jerry Helms' conviction in its 1983 ruling, Solemn v. Helm. And they proceed to go through several other states and then cut back to them. It's a very interesting style of writing an article, Mr. Uh, Nayama K. Daniel. And uh, folks might want to check that out. It's on Atlanta Black Star, and it's the travesty of it all. The court upholds Mississippi man's life sentence for 1.5 ounces of marijuana possession, and his case is not an anomaly. That's a long-ass headline. Mm-hmm. And we got so ill into the conversation side of things that, yeah, it was an ounce and a half of bud. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a lightweight smoker like me, that's like two and a half weeks if you're a heavy chiefer, 10 days, mm-hmm. about 10 and days of bud. Also, like, well, because we live in a legal state, what you can carry legally. Because the dispensary will actually cut you off when you hit the legal limit, and that is two ounces. So, like, you could literally live where we live and walk around with that, and it would be perfectly legal. Two Americas has never sounded so fucking more. Is the word prescient? Mm. That's the word? We'll go with that. I would say that word. I know a lot of words. I have the best words. God, I should look at some super cuts of Donald Trump saying stupid shit. Oh, no. My favorite one still is the one where he's just obsessed with big guys. <laughs> that is the best fucking compilation. I should load that at the end of the episode. I'm going to forget to. But damn it, that's a good fucking compilation. What the fuck? Yeah. All right. He's a big Sorry. guy. He grabbed me. <laughs> he is a big guy. Sorry. I just saw a goofy ass headline. I'm standing next to him. That's some big people behind me. Boy, they're big. Big guy. Big guy. Big guy. He's your big guy in town, folks. Big guy. Strong, tough. Strong man. Big, tough guy. This is a big, tough guy. A very, very powerful guy. Big, strong guy. Big, strong guy. Big, strong guy. This big, strong guy comes to me. He's big, he's strong. A couple of big, strong guys. Big, strong guys. Big, strong guys. Big, strong guy here. Big, strong guys up here. Big, strong, powerful guys. Big, strong, beautiful guys. Beautiful guys. West Virginia, big, strong guys. Nice guy over there. Big, strong guy. I love you, Trump, but I love you. This guy, he's like a monster. 
He's like this monster football player. A big, strong guy. You're a big, strong guy. Are you a football player or something? Big, strong, powerful players. Uh -huh.